listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, after closing a sale, you might think your job is done, but not quite yet. Following up with clients is a critical part of being a successful Medicare sales agent. If you're not currently doing it, now is the time to start. By not following up with Medicare clients, you could be losing potential business. More importantly, checking in with clients can show them that you care if they're happy with their plans. Concerned about staying within the Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements? Don't worry, we will cover how to remain compliant so you never find yourself in hot water with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS. How to Follow Up with Medicare Clients Compliantly, written by Lauren Hayden. By now, you probably have gotten the idea that following up is important. Let's look a little further into why that is. The best agents are aware that success comes from effective interactions with clients. You don't want to give off the impression that you're only in this line of work for the commissions. By making a habit of following up with clients, you can create a reputable name for yourself as an agent. Also, it tells current clients you're dedicated to helping ensure they're happy and satisfied with their plans. The main reason to check in with your clients is to see if they're liking their current coverage or if there is an unforeseen change that has made their current plan no longer suitable for them. If they aren't satisfied, you can help them switch to a different plan. The last thing you want is for another agent to swoop in and take your business if your client goes elsewhere looking for a plan. Let your clients know that you're sorry they're unsatisfied and will do your best to find them a plan that is a better fit. There's a saying that the fortune is in the follow-up, and we've talked a bit about why it's so important to keep in touch with your clients throughout the year. But when? Should you check in? When is it too soon, or worse, too late, to reach out? You can accommodate clients by scheduling a follow-up appointment with them at the initial appointment. That way, you'll both have it marked in your calendars. However, if your client would rather wait to schedule another appointment, you can still make a note in your calendar to check in with them in a few weeks. In general, We think a good rule of thumb to follow is the 3, 30, 60, 90 day approach. This practice has you follow up with clients after 3, 30, 60, and 90 days. The first follow-ups on day 3 and day 30 should be to see if your client has any immediate needs. You can start off by thanking them for enrolling in the plan and giving them a brief overview of what to expect during the first couple weeks of their enrollment. It's likely they haven't utilized their plan yet, so see if they have any questions about the plan before they go to the doctor or use it for other medical needs, 
such as their Medicare wellness visit. During the next call, on day 60, you can let them know of the benefits their plan offers, such as a nurse line or fitness programs like Silver Sneakers or Silver and Fit. On day 90, remind them that they can reach out to you with any questions, anytime. As with many sales and marketing strategies, let's talk best practices for following up with Medicare clients. Remember, every client is different, and so is their Medicare plan, which means you can't follow the same exact script for every follow-up call or email. During follow-ups, it's important to let your client lead the conversation and make sure all their questions get answered. Do your best to communicate effectively with your clients and try not to sound robotic. In the same light, it's also crucial for you to be prompt and genuine, but not bothersome. If you tell your client you'll follow up in a month, make sure you follow up in a month. Also, it's okay to leave a voicemail or two, but don't harp on your clients to call you back. If they need you, they'll let you know. It's imperative that you follow through with your commitments to keep your clients happy. They'll see that you're organized and that you keep your word, which is a credible reputation to have. Being an insurance agent isn't only about finding plans for your clients. Part of your job is providing clients with superb customer service to ensure their satisfaction and keep them coming back to you in the future. If during your phone calls with your clients, they indicate they're happy and satisfied with their coverage, great. You did a good job finding them plans that fit their needs, and you can give yourself a pat on the back. However, just because they're happy on day 30 doesn't necessarily mean they'll still be satisfied come day 60. If your client lets you know that they're unsatisfied with their coverage, help them change their plan to one that is a better fit for them. As you navigate follow-ups and potential plan switches, don't forget about compliance. There are quite a few different requirements and circumstances around switching plans, especially Medicare Advantage plans. It's very possible that some of your current clients may not be happy with their coverage and would like your help to change it. Prior to 2019, there were limited options for making a switch once a beneficiary enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan. Starting in 2019, though, Medicare beneficiaries have an option to change a plan outside of AEP during something called the Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period, or MAOEP. But there are some prohibitions on MAOEP marketing. Because of this, it's important to understand the do's and don'ts of following up during this time frame. The MAOEP takes place from January 1st to March 31st for individuals enrolled in an MA plan as of January 1st to make a one-time change. There is also an open enrollment period for new Medicare beneficiaries who enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan during their initial coverage election period. For these new Medicare Advantage enrollees, 
they have an MAOEP to make a one-time change. Same name, different time frame, because naming it something else, well, that would have been too easy. The OEP for new Medicare beneficiaries begins the month of their entitlement to Part A and Part B and ends on the last day of the third month of entitlement. So again, there's a different time frame for new Medicare Advantage beneficiaries. Yes, there are several stipulations and marketing rules for the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. But don't let these deter you from helping and following up with your clients. Let's touch on a few more important details. During the open enrollment period, beneficiaries can switch to a different Medicare Advantage plan or disenroll from their Medicare Advantage plan and return to original Medicare. They can also pick up a standalone Part D plan if needed and a Medicare supplement plan. As an agent, your goal is to enroll a beneficiary in a plan that is most suitable to their needs. Therefore, at the time of their original enrollment, you may not use the OEP as an enticement or selling point to encourage enrollment. You can certainly advise your client to notify you should their situation change following enrollment. You can and should also check in with your clients after enrollment to ensure they're satisfied. However, in relation to follow-ups and the OEP, you cannot send beneficiaries unsolicited communications about the OEP or their ability to make any additional changes to their coverage. Instead, you can start with a simple follow-up email or call to see how they're doing without mentioning changing plans. When it comes to follow-ups, the best way to stay legal is to let your client be the one to express dissatisfaction and suggest meeting to change plans. At this point, you may discuss all the election periods in which your client can change plans, such as the open enrollment period or a special enrollment period if your client qualifies. Examples of clients outwardly expressing dissatisfaction can include, but are not limited to, I don't really like this HMO plan I chose. Am I allowed to pick a different plan? Do I have to keep this plan until the next annual enrollment period? Can you please tell me about the other plans in my area? My doctors are no longer in the provider network. Remember, if you have questions about what you can and can't do at follow-ups or during the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, you can reach out to the team here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. Our knowledgeable staff members can explain all the rules and would be very happy to help. Being afraid of CMS regulations is not a good excuse to not follow up with your clients. Following up can build client loyalty and boost your business. Check in with your clients from time to time and do your due diligence to keep them satisfied. They will thank you and probably recommend you to their family and friends because of your great customer service in the long run. Thanks for listening. We hope this episode gave you the confidence and tools to successfully follow up with your clients. 
Check out the episode notes for more resources. And as always, we will see you next episode.